Welcome to the Auto-ish Podcast with Mike and Pete. How's it going, Mike? Oh, it's awesome, man. (laughs) All good. Good, good. I am really excited for this episode. I've been looking forward to it since we first started discussing uh, podcasts in general. Uh, We are going to take a moment, take a breather, relax a little bit, and review some bourbon. Yeah, we've been talking about bourbon since episode one, and we have not touched a drop of bourbon. Yeah. So uh, now seems like... Although as... it's a little unique because we're we're both at home. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're connected on Skype. Yeah. And we're not at the dealership or any other place of business where right. it wouldn't be cool to be yeah. drinking bourbon. So, yeah. hey. It's, it's the perfect time. The we're gloves both... are off. Yeah. <laughs> no one's got to drive anywhere. It's the perfect time to sit back. It's Friday. You know, it's it's a good time to pour a glass and just kind of appreciate, um, you know, where we are. So, well, let's get to it. Yeah. Um, so, I'll tell you what I have. Okay. Awesome. It's it's, it's actually a whiskey. It's not it's not actually considered a full on bourbon. It is dead guy whiskey made by Rogue. Um, Rogue is you may know them from their beers. So sure. Yep. Um, I. I first had, I'll tell you exactly, I remember the first time I had Rogue Dead Guy Ale. Um, I was at Skylark. Uh, I was there for lunch. They had a bar cart going around. The guy who had the bar cart, he was like, you know, we have these mimosas and whatever. And he was, but if you want, you know, I had like a burger. And he's like, if you'd like, this is a really good beer. Give it a shot. And I was like, okay. And it was great. It was perfect. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. And then I saw this on the shelf. And I jumped right in. So uh, Rogue Dead Guy Whiskey uh, is my weapon of choice. What do you got? Oh, okay. Well, we'll have to go back a a couple episodes. Probably it might have been episode two where I had mentioned to you that somebody had given me a bottle of bourbon. And at the time, I couldn't really remember because, you know, I wasn't at home and I wasn't staring at the bottle. But I have the bottle in my hand. So let me tell you what I have. (laughs) And if you remember, I think you used the word gimmicky, but yes. if you didn't, I did. So <laughs> here, we, here we go. Um, the bourbon is made by Jefferson's. It's ocean aged at sea. Mm. And it says blend of straight bourbon whiskeys, very small batch. <laughs> and then there's a little label on the side and it says ocean aged at sea, ocean voyage 17. <laughs> Hand selected by Bourbon Street, barrel number five, batch number 140, bottle number 30. So it makes it sound very special. Yeah. Well, what... and at the top on the, around the neck, it even says Voyage 17. It's very special. Yeah. I, I do wonder what the it being <laughs> out at sea would do. I don't for... know. For the bourbon. Maybe this is, this is me taking the wrapper off the top. There we go. All right. Yeah. Is it say how long it's aged? Did, 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 did it say that? No, not a word. It's probably like four days. Yeah, right. I think to be considered a bourbon, it's got like a minimum of six months, I think is the, is gotcha. the minimum. Yeah, time. I'm just looking to see if there's anything else on here that, and it's not. But yeah. Um, but you know, that also doesn't mean that it was at sea for six months. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking here if I got any special details on mine here. What's your uh, what's your proof? You looking at 80, 90? Uh, what am I looking at here? 40 or no, 80 proof. 80 proof. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good All sound right. though. That's a good sound. Well, I let's to, just look I have to say it it actually has a nice smell to it. I mean, it smells good. I'm going to pour a little bit here. Hmm. All right, you pouring? All right. Well, I'm just, I wanted to note the difference in the color. I'm looking at like yellowish gold, more like um, almost like an apple juice, like slightly darker than apple juice. And you got like an oak, like almost like a dark honey. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think honey's about right. Yeah. In terms of color, I think honey's yeah. a good, you know, maybe a little. Yeah, maybe a little apple juices, but on the definitely more honey for sure. Yeah, and then your bottle it has the nice like cork uh, stopper in there. Where I have the old school uh, like metal um, like plunger with the rubber washer around the edge. Yeah, it's like an old Grolsch beer. Yeah, bottle with the yeah. So they were probably putting beer in those. Just a couple weeks prior. Probably. All right. Let me see what you got there. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I went a little heavy on the pour. Yeah. It, I was just going to say, <laughs> you're not I messing around, man. No, I, mean, I, wanted, is, I wanted to get the Friday audio. Night. That is yeah. true. I wanted to get the audio, Friday. and I, I'm getting right, a... So I'm, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you go first. All right. Well, I'll tell you right now from just a smell standpoint, like it, I, I'm getting apple like right out of the gate. I'm looking to read if it's got anything that says anything about apple because <laughs> I'm getting that apple right away. Is it like a good apple or is it just yeah, like, um, a, like a like a, a fruity like intro, uh, not citrus though. Um, Um, you can tell well, it was not I can, aged. <laughs> I can see you on Skype. I know that our listeners cannot see your face, but, but maybe you um, can describe. <clears throat> not great. Um, you can tell it's Mark not he's aged. he's got an opinion or... as well. Yeah, 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 he's not into it. He's not into it. Um, you could tell it's not aged very long, um, at all. You're getting a green barley, um, like right up front. Um, you're not getting much wood, oak, caramel. And then there's, like I said, like there's so, that um, sweet. I'm going to guess there's, there's very little smoothness there. If you're getting, mm, mm -mm. if you're getting grain barley up front, you're. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like the apple. There is this like apple flavor that is like clear, like I can tell you like, you know, it's, it's ripe. It's kind of like, it has like, um, like a freshness to it up front, but that's probably cause it isn't aged really all that long. Um, and 
I'm going to drink some water. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's not a good sign. Mm -mm, mm -mm. All right, let's go. You got yours. Aged at (laughs) sea. It's uh, Captain Mike. Let's go on a cruise. All right. All right, cool. Well, let uh, let me give you a little take on the nose here first. Yep. Okay, I'm going to go with pear. Okay. In the uh, in the in the nose, definitely it definitely has some pear to it. Um, it's it's quite pleasant. It's very very smooth in terms of um, smell. It's not harsh at all. It doesn't smell strong either. Like very little um, sense of alcohol in, in the in the oh. smell, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> all right, let's give it a try. Yeah. All right, man. Um, that may be one of my favorites. Um, I Whoa. have. Um, let's see. First um, flavor that that hits my palate immediately is caramel. Hmm. There's a, a little bit of sweetness to it. Um, it is very very smooth. Um, that I did not expect. Hmm. Um, Right, I you know, it, unlike you, I'm not going for water. Actually, I, I need another taste, and I'll give you a little more in a second. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you know, as as I'm thinking about it, if it was on a ship, and you got the ship constantly in motion, and you know that uh, alcohol swishing around in the barrel might extract some more of that wood flavor. Yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely an oaky after note it's it's yeah. not up front though um very very smooth man um mm. it's it's i don't think the at sea had any impact on this <laughs> i think this is really good bourbon seriously yeah. I, I think i mean I, I don't know it's not salty or anything like that right but yeah it's there's something very special about it though man i have to admit i'm uh, hmm. i don't know i'm kind of wishing you were here so you could be yeah I know. Be tasting this because oh, this man. is really good, man. Oh, I'm, going man. For, I'm going for a little more. Hold on. That uh, for for next episode, I might have to find myself a bottle, and I, it probably won't be on ship voyage number seventeen, but maybe I'll get twenty three or twenty four. Yeah, I'm digging it. I, I'm definitely, um, you know, right now I'm craving a good cigar. Oh yeah, like yeah. just a. a really well paired cigar with that and i'd be a happy guy out on the patio out back Mm -hmm. watching the sunset yep my brother-in-law and i before all the corona stuff started we did a little fire pit we had bourbons we had cigars our wives were like you know enjoying the fire pit we were all talking and i said to him i was like i don't know what it is but like the pairing of a good cigar and a good bourbon it's there's, it's there's something very magical about it, man. And yeah. I know that's a strong word to use, but there really is when yeah. they're when they're properly paired. It's really something special about it. I agree uh, completely. And and I don't and then, like you said, I don't know what it is either. Um, you know, we go golfing together every now and then, and when we you know bust out the cigars and have a bourbon um, at the end of the match, like it's it's that same feeling you get with like a wine and a cheese like there is that that oh, yeah. similar pairing where you're not exactly sure what it was but 
something kind of hits right and it makes both things like better. It's you know what it is? I, I can describe it exactly. A cigar on its own is pretty good. Okay. Bourbon on its own, pretty good. You put them together, yeah. it's like getting double bounced on a trampoline. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Right? I'm, well, I'm, like it's it's I'm a double bounce. Following bounced. along. Yeah. You I'm know, it's along. like yeah. you, you just it's that feeling of that you you're twice as high as you were before uh and it's it, it, and some. Um it's the double bounce on a trampoline. That's where I'm going with it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I, I for me now, um, a, a good glass of bourbon, real nice. A, a good cigar, for that matter, is uh, is nice. But when I put them together, and for me, like I was saying before, on the patio, the the sun setting on a nice like fall evening, um, you know, there's a little bit of a buzz there. You know, a, a good cigar um, will give you a little bit of, you know, nicotine in your system. You get in some mm -hmm. some alcohol and it just all comes together. It's special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. This um, <clears throat> my selection today, the the Rogue, maybe it's gotten better over time, um, but um, at least this version of it uh, won't recommend. Um won't finish the glass, um, but um, maybe there's a there's a cocktail here that it could be you could win it over oh. with. Maybe there's like a. I'm gonna you, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm gonna say you, you're probably onto something. It might be the perfect place to use that to pair right. it some other way. I could see you know a fall day, get it with like some cider, like you know on ice, even maybe hot, but on ice. I'm thinking with. You know, maybe an apple wedge and call it a day. And Martha does Stewart, it, it do a little. Is the alcohol like really noticeable? I mean, is it like yeah. in your face? Yeah, yeah. Because this is yeah. not even the, like yeah. I was saying. Even the smell was not really strong of alcohol yeah. anyway. Um, how and do you this feel is about ninety the... proof? It's I mean, it's yeah. Stronger. Yeah. How do you feel about Four Roses? Are you are are you a fan? I haven't tried it. That's that's a good one to go to. I feel like um, whether you're buying like the standard bottle or there are more exclusive um, or smaller batches or whatever, they, they tend to be a consistent product uh, every time through. Um, and that that one, like um, my friends and I, like if we're gonna splurge, we'll get like one of their small batch bottles, sixty bucks, seventy bucks, and. And go with that. Otherwise, their regular is is, is great as well. Um, and then um, bullet, like that's that's a really solid bourbon. And their rye is great too. And I'm not a rye fan, but their rye is very good. Yeah. Speaking of rye, I just had, um, and I've had this before, but um, somebody at Christmas time gave me a ten year uh, whistle pig. Oh, nice one. So yeah. Yeah, and it's, I, I don't know if I would, I, and I'm probably more fan of, of this than I was of that, and that's that's a really good whiskey, but yeah, um, this is smooth, man. It's very, yeah. very pleasant to drink, so yeah. Yeah, definitely a recommendation for me, for anyone who likes bourbon, for sure. Yeah. Um, this is definitely a good one. I'm, I'm still going after it, so. Yeah. You know, we should actually consider doing an episode where we go to a distillery and 
like oh that'd be cool that would be cool um yeah there's so many good ones around and i mean we have like one of the best uh bourbon distilleries in the country is in brooklyn oh that'd be so cool um it's it's widow jane and they their bourbon for the last you know probably six years has won awards every single year um that is my favorite bourbon it their standard bottle goes for 70 to a hundred dollars, depending, uh, where you go. Mm. And, um, but really, really good stuff. And if you go to their distillery and you go on their tour, I've heard that if they try something that doesn't make it to market, or if they mess up potentially, they'll actually put the, they'll bottle them still. And you can buy them at, um, after your tour. And some of them, people say are better than anything you can buy in the stores. Wow. So, um, it sounds like our, uh, one of our episodes where I talked about going to Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Getting yes. the, you know, the, the seconds, the stuff at the end of the yes. tour where they're like, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, this didn't come out right. This has got too much Heath bar crunch in it. Right. Which I still <laughs> remember to this day. I, I paid like $2 oh. for that pint and it was, it was nothing but Heath bar. It was so, so Yeah. So I was never just, all right, we're going to get off topic here a little bit, but I was never into, I never really liked ice cream. Like growing up, I was like, whatever. It wasn't like my thing, but Lisa, she's really into ice cream. She like, that's like her favorite dessert or like it's, you know, her special treat. So uh, we've gone to a bunch of different places and there's a place just up the road from the dealership. It's uh, Gabriel's Fountain. And oh, they yeah. do Everybody's all their stuff. Them. Yeah. yeah, we they do everything by hand right there. It's almost gelato. Like it's that creamy, like really cool. luxurious tasting. And when we go there, if you want to buy like buy the scoop on the cone, it's like, you know, maybe four bucks or five bucks. But if you buy a pint, it's like nine bucks. It's like three times as much ice cream, but and I'm just like, I'll just get a pint every time. Like, right? Don't yeah. I don't need it on a cone. Just give me a pint. Like, and I, I'll I'll figure it out from there. You know, and it's and it's always good. And they actually did, um, they had their Oreo cookies and cream ice cream, and we got a pint, and it was like ninety percent Oreo. It was the craziest. Like, <laughs> it was like uh, you really had to like ration it out, otherwise diabetes would have set in immediately. I mean, it was it was. So right. sweet and so. But it I was, wonder if that's like the beginning of the run or the end of the run. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, they're, they're like they're feeding the Oreos into the machine, and they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, turn it, down, dial it down, and then right. the yeah. stuff that's coming out at the end, they're like, yeah, okay, put that in the seconds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that because it was, it was really, it was really good. Um, but you know, anyway, I think for next time around. I'll get a, a fresh bottle. I'll try something completely different. There's a few different brands that I want to give a shot to for, for bourbons. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I've, yeah. I've got some more upstairs I haven't opened. This you know, this is just one of them. I don't really drink that often, so it goes a very long ways for me. And I keep people keep giving it to me because they know that I like bourbon. So right. um, I have tons of unopened bottles. So yeah. if, we, if we do it this way, um, but next time we should try and do it together. Yeah, pick the so same one. So that we can both be like, you know, what are you thinking? You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, look at your your cabinet. See if you have something that's unopened there that's a little unique. And then just text me what it is. I'll try to see if I can find it. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll um, do 
yeah, there's a place in Warren that I'll go to every now and then, and I'll they'll find things for me, like the, you know. So um, yeah, they usually have a good selection too. I'm like uh, usually after a long week, like a Friday night when I get home, dinner with a bourbon. That's usually my go-to. But now since we're you know in this shelter in place, every day feels like Friday, which you know, you got to be careful about. <laughs> last night we did uh we did homemade pizza and i was like wine sounds good and then like you know you're you're halfway through the bottle and you you haven't even put the sauce on the pizza yet Um, yeah there's something (laughs) about cooking and wine or or drinking in general for me because you know i love to cook and and i'm i'm the the cook in the house so um these last couple weeks have been really special because you know i'm closing the dealership at three o'clock yeah I'm home by four or, you know, sooner. So I usually don't get out of there right away. I work out and then I'm upstairs in the kitchen at five o'clock and I'm like, okay, yeah, now what? I mean, let's, let's cook some dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We, we got, but you know, if, if I'm cooking, sorry to cut you off. If I'm cooking like Christmas dinner, Mm -hmm. it's, as soon as noon rolls around, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have a glass of wine, getting a turkey ready. And then by the time everybody's ready to eat, I'm like, whoa, I got to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I love, I do I do love cooking. I wish I knew how to make more things. And Lisa, she's gotten really good with, um, like, with her dicing skills. And so she can, like, get that onion down to, like, perfect squares now. And cool, that's so cool. I, like, and I struggle with that. I'm more of like a sloppy cook. I get messy with things. I don't measure shit. Like, I just go for it. Yeah, and, I'm. Uh, <clears throat> I'm more like you, but I did take a couple cooking classes, which were really helpful in the the skills aspects. Um, I actually took a, a couple Viking um, cooking classes. Cool. Yeah, at um, Natir. Where's that? At Ninety Acres. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they have a cooking school there. It's fantastic. We saw someone. I mean, it was me and a bunch of younger, um, you know, women. Right. Um, that was the only guy in the entire class. Yeah. out of like twelve people, and they were all, you know, they they probably don't work, and I don't mean right. to say that in a bad yeah. way. They just, right. you know, yeah, yeah, they go to cooking classes right. all the time, and I'm, you know, I was just. The yeah. only guy in the class was kind of cool. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. We were at Ninety Acres, and I think they were doing like a like a walk around of the like kitchen area because you can kind of see it. Yeah, with, in that it's back. cool. It's open. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're at when you you get a, a turn. At least when I did the class, you get a turn at the the uh, range top, the oh, big cool. giant Viking range top, and you're on camera. And there cool. there's a big TV, and the rest of the class is watching you watching you cook oh, and it's kind of like a tv show sort of thing it's that's really awesome cool that's really yeah, it cool it was cool that's really really cool yeah, yeah i had a lot of fun doing that that's one of our like favorite places to go um it's like our that property like, is very special yeah it's it's nice we went there for our anniversary the last like two years and i want to say it was like three years ago we did the chef tasting menu oh wow <laughs> and um it, it it was good, but they the, they had some really oddball things on the menu that I was like, I, I don't really want to eat this like legitimately raw piece of octopus. Like I was like, I, I don't. That's not yeah, in my uh, wheelhouse. Yeah, Amy is is very adventurous. 
and we'll eat pretty much anything. Yeah. I, I'm not that way. Yeah. We went to um, to a restaurant called the Canal House, which is um, here in Jersey. It's on the river, um, on the border of New Jersey and, and Pennsylvania. Hmm. And I'm trying to remember what town it is. I think it might be in Milford. I don't remember exactly, but um, but they the, the menu is predetermined. Yeah. So when you get there and there's five courses, you, you get to look at the menu, but it doesn't matter. They're just giving you a heads up. This right. is what you're going to eat. Yeah. Um, and every night is different. So I think it was the second course. It's pate. And I'm like, yeah. mm, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not my favorite. Yeah. Um, and I, I, <clears throat> I'll eat it. Um, but it said on the menu, rustic pate. So I didn't really think much of it, but when it came out, it looked like a blob, like a, a square of spam, yeah. but but chunky bits of organ meat. Yeah, in there. Not going. Yeah, there. no, no, no. Skipped right over that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like to use the word rustic now when I when I describe <laughs> food, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this it, is rustic pate. I'm like, right. oh my god, it's big chunks of liver. That's fun. Yeah, if you ever, yeah, if you ever mess up, just say it's rustic. Or uh, deconstructed. That's the other one. You can always say it's oh, deconstructed. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we went to um, – actually, I think it was 90 Acres, and they had – it was uh, it was a tartare of some kind. And that – I mean, it is what it is. But, I mean, we ate it, but it was like, is it worth the risk of eating this, like, raw thing? Like – for the delicious like right well you'd like to think that the restaurant or the chef is smart enough to know that this is safe right but and I also I, I just thought of something too um our dinner that night at the canal house was outstanding yeah i mean really really special um the service you know is okay we're you know i'm not a fussy person and i don't yeah. i'm i'm not high maintenance i don't need much i right. really don't um but I did feel a little forgotten at times. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, right, right. I'm not right. looking for much. Just, right, you know, right, right. Come by once in a while. And just, yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, that's all. But, but the food was so, so yeah, great. so on point for sure. You know, it's funny with all this like you know shelter and place stuff. You do like you miss that. You know, you you do. Oh, miss, I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a foodie. Yeah. Us too. Well, here here's a good question for you. Have you thought of what you want to do to kind of celebrate the end of this shelter in place? Like, what what are what's something that you and Amy might do to kind I of? I haven't it? I haven't thought about it, but now that you ask, or now that you put it in my mind, there's this little restaurant that's very close to our house out in uh, Pittstown, which you know it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, tiny little town. It's a restaurant called Duke's, and it's it's this little pizza place. Um, they do a lot of takeout. They, they don't do, there's not a lot of people that dine in, mm -hmm. but their chicken parm is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I would put it up against uncle Vinny's clam bar in Raritan. Um, some of the best chicken parm I've had in, in New York. It is outstanding. I don't stray from it. Yeah. And you know, I always look at the specials and I'm a, but I never order anything except for chicken parm because yeah. it, it's, it's always perfect. That's and it's so well done, and it's always way too much food. Right, it's a good way to celebrate at the end of at the end of this thing. Yeah, I, and I, you know, for me, um, chicken parm is kind of like the it, it's the reference point for me 
for an Italian restaurant. Yeah. It, it seems like an easy dish to make, but it's not easy to make right. Yes. And exactly. I immediately know if that restaurant's got, you know, the chops or not. Yep. And I that's, agree. That's that's just my that's my reference point yeah. for any any restaurant like that. Well, like a big thing I think for a restaurant is like the quality of the cheeses that they have, you know. And Lisa and I went to a place in uh, Providence, and it was in their little Italy. And the uh, waiter comes over. It was a small like hole in the wall place. Waiter comes over, and we're talking to him, and he's like, "We got along really well with him." And he was like, "Just stay right here. I'll be right back." And he like comes back with like, these hunks of parmesan cheese and he's like these were aged for however long like it was older than us like the cheese was like legitimately <laughs> like 15 20 years it was sold and he's like you know he's like try this and i've never in i we still talk about that and like we both look up and kind of like drool a little bit when we think about this like hunk that's great of parmesan. that's so awesome you know and like um so i think like with a parmesan dish you can tell the quality of the cheese the care and the sauce and and you get a good sense for was it cooked long enough and you really you do get a good sense of that uh for sure yeah did they did they treat the chicken breast right right Did did they pound it out a little bit but it's not too thin yeah and is it you know just moist still even though it's crispy on the outside i mean there's so much that it, it, it's so difficult, and it, and as somebody that's tried to make the perfect chicken farm, and failed almost every time, <laughs> at least by my standards, right. you know, I really appreciate somebody that knows how to make it. Yeah, um, so. I think a key right is the is the sauce, and for um, for Secret Santa this year, my younger brother got me four cans of Frank Pepe's tomatoes, whole tomatoes. And Frank Pepe, I believe, is the oldest pizza place um, in the Northeast. Okay. Uh, and I think they're in Connecticut, like New Haven, I want to say. So when he got it for me, I was like, thanks, man. Like, cans of tomatoes. Okay. Super. And he's like, they're the best tomatoes like that you can get in the, in the United States. And I was like, okay, sure. Well, he was 100% right. Wow. It, they're whole tomatoes. I don't know what they're doing or where they're getting them from that's not anywhere around here um and they are outstanding and they automatically elevate the sauce no matter what um so if you're in connecticut find yourself uh frank pepe's get some cans of their tomatoes by all means taste their pizza but um the the tomatoes that was actually a really good secret santa gift i was super happy about it especially last night when i made sauce (laughs) oh that's so cool so Now that we've veered into this foodie world, yeah, right? and and we're both obviously foodies, um, I have to tell a story about this restaurant that that Amy and I went to, and this is probably like four or five years ago, and it reminds me of you talking about the Parmesan cheese, yeah, because this is a story that we tell all the time. <laughs> so we were with a, another couple who lived in Philly, and. Um, Amy's really close friend's boyfriend at the time, John, said, oh, we should really go to La Familia in in Philly, which is this really old Italian restaurant in Philly. So um, we go there, and I swear we just stepped into The Godfather. (laughs) 
I mean, there's white marble. They're pushing the, the major D's pushing carts around with, you know, with different, um, you know, the desserts are coming around on a yeah. cart and like a, you know, polished silver cart. And, you know, they've got white gloves on and there's, you know, the, the maitre d's got like a, you know, a, a, a towel over his, a, you know, over his, uh, forearm. And we, uh, we're sitting there, the four of us and I'm immediately, go ahead. How, how, how thin was his mustache, right? Like I could just picture him with the, with the dude, I, have, I, mustache. I, I swear to God, that whole thing was like, they're like, we're just going to be like the Godfather. Let's just, <laughs> we're just going to be the movie. We're, yeah, we're just going to be the movie. So, and it, it is really that old. I mean, it's like the restaurant goes way, way back. I don't know exactly how old it is, but all the fixtures are old and they're super ornate. Hmm. And it's just like, I swear we're in the movie. <laughs> That's awesome. So... <clears throat> I go downstairs. I, I need to use the restroom. The restrooms are downstairs. I go downstairs. There's a grotto in the basement and all the wine cellars down there. And there's racks and racks of wine in these cages. And I'm like, yeah, this is really cool. This whole place is cool. So I go upstairs and I, I'm not a huge sommelier, but I'm, I'm knowledgeable enough to get in trouble. <laughs> um, you know, and I was really into wine at one time um, when I was younger and um, know enough to get in trouble. Right. And uh, so the sommelier comes out and he's got this giant book and it's all dusty and, you know, leather bound. And, yeah. you know, it's got all the, the labels from the different wines in there. And, and I'm looking at this thing, I'm like, holy shit, what the, you know, what am I going to yeah. pick? And I'm yeah. like, okay, we'll just go with a nice Chianti or something. Yeah, I mean, right. I just, you know, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by the thing. And the sommelier goes, listen, how about I pick out a nice wine? For you? I said, yeah, okay. And I look over at John. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's that's fine. He goes, what do you like? And I said, you know, I like something a little dry. We're going to have to go red. Um, you know, what do you what do you recommend? And he goes, oh, I got a perfect Amarone <laughs> for you. So I go, yeah, Amarone. That's, you know, that's, that's awesome. I love that. It's a little bit sweet. I don't know if you're a wine guy, Pete, but they basically take the grapes, they put them out in the sun, and they let them start to. They they almost turn into raisins, like you know that's oh, that's what a raisin is. But yeah. and then they make the wine. So the 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 sugar content is high, so the, therefore the alcohol content ends up being high. And they're a little bit the, the wine itself is a little bit sweet, but it can be very dry too. Mm -hmm. So it's a really it's a great wine. Some of them are. Oh, I got this great Amarone for you. Now the <laughs> the thing has no prices. Zero. There's not a single price. I never asked. John never asked. This guy comes back with this wine. He pours a little bit. I taste it. I'm like, holy shit, we're in trouble. Like it was it was so, so good. Um oh, no. so the whole night we joked and we ended up we had three bottles. I mean, we just had this awesome, I mean spectacular dinner. And, um, you know, the first bottle's gone. And then the, you know, the sommelier or the maitre d' is like, hey, uh, you know, what do you think? I'm like, yeah, yeah, bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like halfway through dinner and John's like, shit, we're washing dishes, dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this shit's $1,000 a bottle or something. Oh, like, you know, uh, we didn't we didn't know. Yeah. So, but the, the funny thing is at the end, of, I mean, it was a, it was an incredible experience. It was a fantastic dinner. Just you know a, a life-changing kind of dinner right. kind of like you have in that parmesan cheese like yeah. something we talked about so many times 
Um, and by the way, the, the bottle turned out to be a hundred bucks. So it was completely damn, you know, mind blowing for a hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. And he took care of us. So. Yeah. That's great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It was so great. I mean, yeah. I, the whole time I'm like, damn, it's probably a thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no clue. Well, I, I did get myself into trouble once. Did you just pour a little more of that? I did. I did. All right. It's, What's uh, with you? yeah, that was a pretty good pour too. Yeah, it's Friday. <laughs> I'm with you. It's a pandemic. The world is ending. Hold on. I'm, hold I'm on, gonna, hold on. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna make. Let me see if you can. Can you actually hear this? Can you hear it, pour? Yeah. Perfect. All right, All right cool. All right, now it's yeah. kind of a heavy pour for me too. <laughs> um, Second pour. Yeah. No, I I got myself into a into a little bit of trouble. We were out. So we have um, two couples. They're close friends of ours. Um, we went to, we went to Char actually. Okay. And when we go out, you know, I've never been right down the street from the dealership. I've never been there. Wait, you really? Yeah, no. And, and the, the owners are customers. Oh, wow. Great, great spot. Yeah. Great spot. Always, always good food. And when we go out, the six of us, we always go all out. Like everybody orders drinks. Everybody orders starters. If not two, everybody orders salad, main course, like dessert like we we go all out and we save up for it like we actually make it like a big like event oh that's awesome so when when i looked at the menu nothing was really hitting me the waiter read off the specials and the word tomahawk sounded funny and i was like i'll have that and uh, <laughs> not like thinking tomahawk steak anything yeah. this thing comes out and it's like twice the size as their biggest plate it had been aged like I don't know six months or a year or something. The my my one steak like basically doubled everybody's main course. Like it took our bill from you know manageable to ev- like everyone being like <laughs> nobody wanted to split evenly af- after I ordered that thing right like in the bill game and so we're we're driving home. Lisa's driving at this point because I had too much. Right, we're driving home. And Lisa was talking, and she's like, where are we going to go on vacation this year? And I was like, sweetie, if you saw the bill tonight, that was vacation. <laughs> like, I totally messed that thing up. We had, it was like a $1,200 bill. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, and I couldn't even finish the freaking steak. It was so big. So oh, that, the next day, I turned it into a cheesesteak. Like, because I was like, what am I going to do? This thing is so big. What are you going to do with like, this thing? Like, yeah. You know, um, but uh, I, I, I learned, you know. How big is a tomahawk? I know now. And um, when you're ordering the specials, the price tag is not attached, so you might want to like ask. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's okay to ask, man. It yeah, really I, I learned. I learned. But hey, here I'll tell you an embarrassing story. But, but then again, that's the guy that that you know let the sommelier pick out the wine and never asked. <laughs> right, right. Well, you guys, you guys lucked out with that. That's a good deal. I'm actually curious, oh, like. Okay. Do you remember the actual name of the wine? Because I want to like. Don't I don't I I wish that that I saved that information or yeah. But you know the whole time through dinner, that I was just like, oh man, we're in trouble, and, mm-hmm. and we just and we were laughing about it and joking and we're washing dishes and right. then, you know John and I are like, this is funny, <laughs> um, but oh, uh, you funny. know we were just lucky. I, I wish I had yeah. Um, but but a good Amarone is a good Amarone. Yeah, just if you've never had one, you should really try it. If you're a red wine fan, when we were in Italy, we like our family's not big wine drinkers, but that's all we drank. 
and the difference in the wines from Italy versus the wines in America are completely different. And we noticed right away, like the the headache that you get sometimes when you drink wine in the United States versus in Italy are completely different. The um, like you don't really get a headache there, and I guess it's the sulfates. They don't Correct. put sulfates yeah. in that wine, and the 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 taste is different. The feeling is like here. A lot of times, if I drink a wine within one glass, I have a headache. Um, right. I know a lot of people are the same way. We did not encounter that at all in Italy, and we ended up drinking wine most of the trip. One night we tried grappa, and I think one night we had some kind of like orange drink that every like a cocktail that everybody was drinking. I forget what it was called, but um, we drank wine the whole time, and it was great. Like, and it sure. it turned yeah, me on to wines in a different way. gives a lot of people headaches. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was, uh... yeah, and I don't know over there. I mean, I don't know much about their wines over there. If you're having like a table wine, is it, you know, is it unfiltered and and is there some yeast actually in the, right. you know, in the bottom of the bottle or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, I do know that um, when you when you brew beer at home, because I used mm-hmm. to I used to make beer at home. The, uh, the sediment in the bottom of the, the bottles is just yeast. It's expensive, yeah. you know, yeast that, that's, you know, done or died or whatever, no longer active because the mm-hmm. sugar took over and, you know, finally, right. it finally ate up all the sugar or whatever. Um, but, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that yeast is high in vitamin B12 and it's really good for mm-hmm. you. And generally you don't get, you don't get headaches. From uh, even if right. you over drink, like you know, homemade beer. Right now, I, I, when we were in Italy, we, we like became we missed it when we came home. Like we were like, oh, like we can't drink wine. It was also a difference, I think, in the alcohol content too, because you could have two glasses and feel like fine, versus like right. something here, it, it it hits you a little different. Huh. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe it's not as strong there. You know, maybe yeah. it's just more of like a, I mean, I I understand they drink a lot more regularly. So yeah. maybe it's, it's not as strong. Well, that's definitely true. We So we flew into Italy, whatever it is, eight-hour flight. We landed. We took a cab from the airport to our hotel in Rome. We went upstairs, put our bags down. We laid on the bed for maybe seven minutes, and my wife's cousins arrived uh, they are. They live in Rome, and they're like, "Come on, let's go out." <laughs> and we were jet lagged and tired, and like, "Where the hell are we?" Right. And we went to yeah. the Spanish Steps, and we did all this stuff. And then he's like, "Let's go out for lunch." And you know, our time it was like two in the morning, but their time it was like regular lunch, like late lunch time. Yeah, they're. I got, think they're what six hours ahead. Roughly. Yeah, so, something like that. And you know, we we had you know wine and pasta and all this and. You know, they're ordering for us because we're like zombies, you know, like we're just like, I don't know. And they're like, well, you should get this because that's a traditional Rome dish and you should get this because this is whatever. And um, and uh, but we ended up having like a lunch wine, like a wine that's typically drank at lunch. And I was like, that does not exist here. <laughs> like, no, yeah, like, no. <laughs> like it's, it's like um, it, when I was at the, the factory in in, um, in Germany. 
the the guys working on the assembly line are allowed two beers at lunch. What? Yeah, you're allowed to have two beers. And that's that, that's normal. For that's crazy. Like, uh, yeah, I guess it you know, takes the edge off the afternoon. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, what's lunch like in America when you're working, you know, as, as it is? It's, let's see, if I'm in freehold, it's, I have 20 minutes, and, like, I'm running out to get a salad and, like, an iced tea. And I get, like, 20 minutes to eat it in my car or something. Yeah. Oh, if I'm at the dealership, if I eat lunch at all, right, it, I'm in the lunchroom for like five or ten minutes. Yeah. I and it's it's really just the amount of time to eat. That's, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in there and out of there. I got stuff to do. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm with you. Um. So for the next episode, we should, uh, or for the next bourbon episode that we end up doing, I like the idea of doing the same bourbon and just discussing it in more detail to kind of get extract more yeah, of the flavor I, details. I think kind of like what we were talking about with audio i think yeah. um you know i i would really like to just kind of do it as a blind you know side by side i don't want to influence you when i hand you a set of cables right. and say this is what i think they sound like or you know or a different component like um you know i really want you to have the the uh, dragonfly red oh yeah because yeah. i mean it's it's Double the price in over the black. We should um, maybe like meet at um, what's the farm? Oh, uh, Profeta. Profeta. We should maybe like yeah. meet there, exchange uh, equipment. Yeah, sure. And then, um, and that way we can like continue with the audio ish. So for listeners, oh, be cool. like yeah. that, you know, that yeah. haven't checked out the audio ish, like I'm about to take on some custom made, and I'm looking in the background, I can see you got some like goggles, oh, yeah, a blowtorch, there's a clamp, <laughs> you got like a dental like microscope or something. <laughs> we got all kinds of stuff. Oh here. yeah, dude, this is this is a little workshop down yeah. here. So um, I'm getting you know, some uh, on on this side over here, and and you know, listeners can't see this, but you can. On this side over here is all like um electronic audio you know related stuff like diy awesome. cable stuff Sweet. um on the other side is my video editing stuff there's you know monitors and computers and stuff like that over there and cameras and whatever um and then here which you can't see on camera is my watchmaking stuff so i have oh, all cool. my my watchmaking tools are here which come come in handy for uh, some of this cable stuff too like oh, small little uh tweezers and and um, needle nose pliers and stuff like that, but yeah, it's my little workshop, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. This is you can't really see too much of the office. All you got is the whiteboard and and the cork board here. But whiteboard's been washed clean. Got James Harden. You got Detlef Shrimp, two two basketball players. <laughs> and then I took everything off the cork board because it's kind of a, a brand new start, you know, uh, we, with this cool. with this reset. So. Yeah, I'll read off my whiteboard to you. It's, it's over here on the on the other side of the wall, um, and it is audio-ish type ideas. All right. Um, a three point five millimeter to three point five millimeter headphone cable, okay. which I've already done. It's completed, um, and I did videotape a lot of the construction, which is kind of cool. Um, but that is for the uh, Philips Fidelio X two HR headphones, um, which I'm currently just. Uh, I'm loving and and I think you're going to be just floored at how different they are over the 565 C's. Um, 
because it's completely different design. It's an open back. It's it's a standard driver instead of an electrostatic. Um, they're they're really so comfortable. It's the Philips uh, Fidelio X. What is it? it X X two H R. It's the high res version. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Right. Really, really special for uh, for one hundred and fifty bucks. I mean, just spectacular. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get them like now. Okay, I was just gonna yeah. loan you the ones I've got, but <laughs> uh, I, I need. I, but I, need I to, think. Well, if I, I have I think to give you, back your, um, <laughs> if I have to give back your, well, you know what's what's funny? I was gonna buy a set of five sixty five because I'm like, oh man, Pete's on lockdown <laughs> for like it's already been two or three weeks, and it's probably gonna be another at least two, and I'm I'm really missing my five sixty five, so I'm just gonna buy another pair and give them those. <laughs> Well, this was all my big plan was to start the coronavirus so I could keep your headphones. That that's what that was my plan all along. I know you've been loving them. <laughs> yeah, they are great. Actually, so I got this project from um, uh, EA Sports, and I have a lot of drawing to do for them, and it's perfect. Like I put those things on. I've been using Spotify because so my title expired, uh... but oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's um, isn't that video game stuff? Isn't that what they do? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was an unexpected kind of email. I have to finish my paperwork for them, but um, they're going to be, for their upcoming Madden 2001, or or, I'm sorry, 2021 game, they're going to have me design uh, social media graphics that depict player ratings adjustments. So if... Oh, dude, um, that's awesome, man. That's so cool. Yeah, I totally unexpected. Definitely a dream come true. I've been playing the game since '93, you know. Uh, wow. So yeah. I'm uh, I'm excited to work on that. So, like, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm drawing out these players, and I'm kind of getting like some templates together. And with everything going on, it's like actually a really nice way to like to really like separate the clutter, like to put these things on and be immersed in like a unique sound that is different from any other type of headphone is really it's actually um it's calming like i don't have a better yeah, word for it it's, yeah it's calming. Uh, yeah i i don't know if you've i i did a couple reviews on the auto audio ish website um and when i wrote the one about the headphones the the x2hrs um i actually started out by saying um you know this has been a very hard article for me to start not because i have writer's block you know not at all actually i think it might have been the um the dragonfly red um my real problem was that i was sitting in my comfy listening chair with title masters playing yeah through the dragonfly red into the x2hrs and my uh my custom-made cables that had already i had burned them in like you know at least 50 hours and title serves up Eagles Hotel California MTV unplugged from like 1994, <laughs> but it was extremely well recorded. And you know, six minutes later, I'm like, damn! I you know, I open my eyes and I'm like, oh shit! And you know, laptop sitting there open, staring mm-hmm. at me, waiting for me to type something. And like six minutes are gone, and I'm like. I can't listen to the this this setup and write anything because yeah. I'm just so immersed in this. It's just yeah. so 
so awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, and then I, I switched title <laughs> over to, you know, they have different moods. Yeah. And I switched it over to, I think it was um, like focus or study or some, you know, yeah. something like that. And, and uh, you know, I was able to kind of focus and, and, and write the article. But, um, but you know, the Dragonfly Red is, is pretty impressive, man. I, I, I'm surprised. It's the same package as the black that you have. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's so much more. It, yeah. it really is. I'm excited for that. Um, you know, for, for people who have stuck with us, because this episode is actually going to be longer than last week's episode, um, that for people who have stuck with us this long, you know, take a look at the Audio-ish podcast, right? Just just switch right over, make that auto-subscribe there. Because, uh, you know, for me, I'm new to everything audiophile. I, I, I'm just experiencing it for the first time. You're really going to get that first-hand experience, that first-listen experience. Um, and uh, every time I pick up a new product that you give me, I'm like, well, damn, this is better than the last one. Like, so I, I, yeah, I, I can't wait. I know. I know. I've, I've, and I warned you of that, too, that, <laughs> the, you know, that rabbit hole. As you start down that rabbit hole, it's really hard to get out because well, um, it's you. hard to go back to a, to a cheap pair of headphones. It's really it's, – it's, it's not possible. I tossed those – Sony ones out of my ears at the gym. The last time I was right. at the gym before all this coronavirus stuff happened, I was in the gym. I had them tucked. I actually, this is the, the hat I wear to the gym, right? right? So like 530, I just put a hat on, headphones are in. I pulled them out. My hat actually came off because I pulled them out so quickly. I was that aggressive with get these things out of my ears. Like, you know, like I couldn't even uh, take them in any longer. Um, it wasn't even worth hearing the, the, the music. It was like, I'd rather just hear nothing. Um, so, you know, these, these, these headphones that you've provided me have been, uh, uh, uh <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, they're pretty special, man. The yeah. 565 C's are, it's, it's a very special headphone that I don't think has gotten as much, um, you know, accolades as it, as it really deserves. I agree. And it's, it's a. It should be in a price point of more like seven or eight hundred instead of two hundred. Um, and I think if it was seven or eight hundred, it'd probably get more attention than it does. Yeah. But uh, you know, either way, I, I really enjoy them. I'm glad you like them. Yeah, I'm loving them. Loving them. They've been a lifesaver during this this crazy time. Um, I think we should probably wrap. We're going to be around like that forty five fifty. We might be cool. at like an hour uh, mark now. So. Uh, to all the listeners that stick with us, thank you. Uh, we're going to do more uh, bourbon tastings and more opportunities to kind of learn a little bit about some some new brands and some new uh, distillers. Um, so yeah, and I do want to loop back. I know um, a couple episodes ago we did uh, marketing, digital marketing, yes. and, and you know things got real crazy here with with coronavirus. But um, but I do want to go back to maybe a couple segments on if if you and I were salespeople on a show on floor today, what would we do yeah. as salespeople to, to promote ourselves as a brand, to promote the dealership? Um, and and I think we could we could help a lot of people with the knowledge that you and I both have about um, the environment, the landscape of car dealerships today, sales in general and digital marketing really. Next episode we can get into that for sure. Yeah, I mean, we could. You and I could easily spend a bunch of time on that, and I think we could be really, really helpful to a lot of people that 
that don't really know what to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. It makes perfect sense. Um, thank you so that much. That episode, we can't drink bourbon. But... No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Not at all. That would be, uh, that yeah, would be bad. I'm, I'm losing focus. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, this has been yeah. the Auto-ish uh, podcast. Thanks. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, check out Audio-ish as well as this great podcast, Auto-ish. Mike and Pete. Thank you very much, everyone. Remember to wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands, six feet, and Pete said, what, six seconds? Yep. If you're within six feet of someone, only be there for six seconds. Yep. Six and six. Awesome. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everybody. All right. Bye.